then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. Uh, that's uh, the, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others will. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like. Hello, and welcome back to our manifestation journey. I am your host, Mickey. <laughs> I'm trying to keep a straight face. <laughs> Normally, I host this podcast with my sister, Sam, but today I have a very special guest. I'll be impressed if we can make it through this hour without me, like, losing it. Um, we are two sisters who live together with our husbands and children and who document our play with the law of attraction. So I'll, <laughs> I can't even talk. Welcome back to the show. Um, today I have, I think, my favorite guest ever on the show. It's my favorite person ever. Um, you'll know right away by the title of this episode, but I don't know why you're being so quiet over there. You're just... This is my first time. I don't know when I'm supposed to talk. <laughs> I thought we were still in intro mode. <laughs> well, I was, but I kind of botched it. Yeah. Um, so this is my husband, Mason. Hello. And I'm, I coaxed you to get on the show. It mm. was lots of persuading, but I'm really happy that you decided to join me. That makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm happy to be here. Are you? Yeah. No, well, it's okay. It's now okay that we're me. rolling, it's okay. I'm it's okay. fun. It, it is going to be fun. Mason's had a, a glass of wine, a large glass of wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That helped. Yeah. Yeah. It's helping. <laughs> it's good. Um, so the major reason that I want to have Mason on the show, well, first of all, you are my favorite person. So there's that. But second of all, I mean, the listeners up until this point, I believe this is like episode 89. So they've been listening to us, you know, for that many episodes that they've been starting from the beginning. Yeah. And they've heard, you, they've heard about you a lot. Right. You've been talked about a lot on the show, which is funny because you don't listen to the show. No. You have no idea what I say about you. No. That's also kind of interesting. I remember when it started and like I thought I should listen to this, but then it was like <laughs> time flies and, you know, it's like 19 episodes deep or, you know, we're 89 now. It's like, how am I ever going to catch up? Like You're not. No. No. I mean, you could always go back and listen to certain parts of our life. Yeah. Like when we moved in and like when I got my car and like big manifestation stuff, yeah. you could pick out points on the timeline. For sure. But it's kind of fun. Like there's a couple of episodes in the very, very beginning when George is like really, really little. Oh, and you yeah. can hear you guys before bath time, like laughing and like, it's just neat. It's a documentation of our life, like up until this point, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but the, the big, big reason, did you hear my squeak? No. Nope. It's like a common thing on the show. You can hear it. The mic picks up the... <laughs> squeak <laughs> um the the big reason that i wanted to bring you on is we get questions often about what our partners think about what we do because there's a lot of women it's a was it primarily female dominated yeah like sector audience. yeah audience yeah um for manifestation and law of attraction so and a lot of them have trouble with their partners Right. Because they're just like, well, that's a bunch of bullshit. And, you know, it's hard for them to, especially when it's something that, I mean, for us, we really believe in this stuff. Like, you know how seriously I take it. Yeah. I have a podcast on it. Yep. Um, 
but it's not something that like you don't take it as seriously as I do. Like you're not meditating every morning and using your Oracle decks and Are you meditating? <laughs> No, I don't I have time. Right I don't know time for that. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is, but what are you she's telling these people? <laughs> <laughs> they know I don't do. I'm that. not here to do this to you. She does every morning. <laughs> I see her. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. No, they know. I've got two yeah. kids. Like no, it's, but I'm yeah. I'm devoted to my my evolution with it, my knowledge with it. I take courses. I yeah. read books. I listen to podcasts. I'm, yeah. I'm obsessed with my journey. Um, but you don't do that, right? It's not like we're like a hundred percent compatible in that realm. Yeah. So there are some questions that people have for you, <clears throat> but I'm wondering like, should we start with the questions or should we start with our story? Well, actually, let's do both, because the first question is from Mermalian13, M-E-R-M-A-L-I-E-N-13, asks, um, how did he know you were the one? So that kind of takes us back a little bit. That takes us back a long way. Yeah. So let's hear it from your perspective. I don't, like, that's a good question, because I don't know, like... The first time we met was 2004. We were in grade nine. Mm -hmm. And we just looked at our yearbooks the other night for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. But uh, we were just little tykes. Like, we were just so young. Mm -hmm. So I think the first time we met, we were, I was still 13. You were 14. I think it was the first day of grade nine. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah for sure it was. And, like, I don't know if, you know, I could say I thought you were the one that day, but, you know. We found out our last names were both Pike and Pike. And we should explain that to people. Oh, people don't know that. Well, I'm sure, like, yeah, some people previous don't. listeners yeah. will know, but if this is their first episode. Yeah, so, you know, they you get to grade nine on day one, and you're in class, and they do the attendance, and it, she's, you know, our teacher, Mrs. Chase, she's looking, reading off the names. Mm-hmm. And you're P.I., and I'm P.Y., so she gets to you first, and as soon as she said Pike, I thought, well, that's sweet mm -hmm. like I think there was a name or two in between us even between the I and the Y and the P's and so when you heard my last name I remember you turned around and that was really cool like we just kind of connected right away mm -hmm. and uh, you know since then I, I've I don't know I, we did lots of googling we made sure we weren't related that was first <laughs> <laughs> check the family trees as far as we could go I think we um, did that did we do, do you did we didn't do that right away? No, no I feel like I was it was like, a joke we for a while. Later, when we yeah. started dating years yeah. later, we did that. Yeah, and then we, you know, I think I, if it was in the Google search, I don't know what it was. It was something like an article on lots of people meet and become, yeah, you know, a relationship become a thing when they realize like lots of people with the same last names. Basically, it's like a talking point. It's an icebreaker. It's more immediate. common than you think. Yeah, yeah. It's something that worked for us as soon as we heard. Pike, Pike, there was a little bit of a... Oh, yeah. like you have something in common exactly. instantly. Exactly, something to kind of talk about instead yeah. of the awkward trying right. to figure out what to say. Right, at 13. So I don't know. I mean, I had a huge crush on you through high school, that's for sure. Yeah. That's no secret either. No. But we both dated different people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, through high school. And then prom, I don't know. I think it, like, when I knew that I was, I really 
I don't think I knew you were the one until we started dating. Mm. And that probably happened on night one of dating. Like, yeah. Maybe, maybe night two of dating, like our second date. Yeah. Night one, I didn't realize it was a date. You kind of <laughs> <laughs> went on a trip and came really back and you story. asked me. Well, I went on a trip with my ex. Yeah. yeah. And you thought we were still dating? Well, yeah, you're putting like Facebook pictures up. With right. Them, and I'm like, okay, there's no chance. Like, okay, right. a little funny little story. So like manifestation podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess, yeah, I'd consider it man- manifestation. So Mickey, her ex-boyfriend lived on the way. It was kind of a shortcut, you know, from my commute home from work. We knew me and my best friend at the time, RJ, we knew a little shortcut and it went that way. And so sometimes we see your car, your little red sunfire that we, it's always in in his high, driveway yeah and so i also had a run red sunfire so we always joked about that in high school and mm-hmm. just something silly to talk about but i remember we'd always like take the shortcut and it was a game it was okay if we see mickey's car here there's a chance like or there's no chance there's no chance if we see the car if she's at in his place there's no chance man you're never getting to it with her, like ever <laughs> so we drive by one night he's like oh like the car's there the car's there like there's no chance there's yeah no chance. and then the yeah. next night you know it's not there not there so you're saying there's a chance like, yeah anyway you used to do the railroad railroad track thing too right yeah put the feet up over the and make nobody a wish. does that it works charms <laughs> everything i attribute everything i've got in this life to putting my damn feet up over a railroad track <laughs> I used to tease you about it too. I used to be like, we'd be driving in the car together. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm 31. It still happens. You'd be like, still put my feet up. <laughs> you'd be like, it, you'd got you. It so worked. it worked. It's fine. You. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, as far as when I knew you were the one, I think it was maybe date number two. Like, yeah. Because I, yeah, I went to Europe on this six week trip with my ex and it did not go well. We broke up two weeks in I think and then it was just a mess and then <laughs> looked honky dory on Facebook <laughs> <laughs> well I don't know if you knew I was I think at that point I was posting just photos of myself yes yeah and we did that and on somebody purpose. lost the camera so you know right uh, yeah. he lost a camera so you only so. had pictures of yeah you were ever you had to take all the pictures really, yeah but, yeah, but we sense. were strategic because we yeah. broke up so I was like I would take a photo of him and then he would take a yeah. photo of me and anyway on the way home I was thinking about you a lot and then I had to get up the courage and got drunk on Canada day and then messaged you and was like, let's, I don't know. I, did I call it a date? Probably not. I was like, let's get together. Or you something. didn't call it a date until we were like eating our food. Like we were right. at the restaurant. <laughs> mid date. <or> mid date. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, isn't this a romantic date? Yeah. <laughs> the and moon was like, yeah. all the bridge was there. Yeah. The Thousand Islands and yeah. You said date my heart just like so good. Like, 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 I'm not like I'm not You're like sweating. <laughs> yeah, sweating oh, pretty hard. Yeah. yeah. And I I well, I actually, full story, actually invited you to yeah. Europe and you turned me down. Yeah. Um, because you thought I'd break your heart. That you I think it was there. like May or something. It was mm-hmm. kind of right in the heart it's of when we're busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For work. Yeah. So it was a couple of reasons yeah. why you didn't want to go. So, but I, I couldn't help but thinking like, cause my ex, we were really dysfunctional. We were together for four years on and off and you know, it was not a healthy relationship by any means. Um, and, uh, I was like 
sad when I was on that trip because I was like, oh, like this would have been so much more fun if Mason was here. I wish he hadn't turned me down, da, da, da. And then I got all curious. It was a good thing, really, that you turned me down because it made me kind of chase you a little bit. Um, And I mean, what had led up to that, too, there was just a series of events that were very subtle on your part. Um, You were invited to my little going away get together before I left for Europe and you gave me this hug and it was like not a normal hug it was a don't go hug you didn't say anything but I knew it was like ooh, there's something going on here and it stuck with me that hug stuck with me through that whole trip and so then I thought about it when I came home and got up the nerve and got well got drunk and then got up the nerve and called you and said let's go for some food (laughs) um and we were also each other's last dance at prom too yeah we were there was that yeah to strawberry wine yeah and we like camped together at this like camping trip after prom and stuff like like yeah you know i definitely had a huge crush on you and stuff but as far as like knowing you were the one i knew right i think second date i agree with you i think it was the same date so the first yeah. date when you didn't know it was a date. No. I got my act together for the second one. Yeah. yeah. Took it more seriously on the second date. But that was the date that we started asking each other pretty, like, kind of serious questions. Yeah. We were, like, really digging deep into each other's families. And we were only 18 Yeah. at the time. I was turning 19 that summer. Yeah. So, like, you know, we were, <laughs> we were pretty <laughs> serious, the questions we were asking. Like, long-term questions. Like, do you want kids? And like, (laughs) 18. It's crazy. Um, But that was the night that we held each other's hand for the first time. We didn't even kiss that night. I don't think we kissed for, like, was it the third or the fourth date that we kissed? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So, like, we we were patient, I think, and shy. Um, But, I mean, I guess that's a long time coming, though. That was, like five years in the making Mm. yeah so it's you know it makes sense that it took so long for us to like get up the nerve yeah i guess yeah no but i still remember that 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 feeling i knew like that did you know that the hand holding or did you know at the on the day before that like yeah you know some of the music we had the live music playing and we just had such a good time and like you said all the topics we covered like we we got pretty in depth and I think I knew. I was like, yeah, this would work for sure. Which is kind of funny because didn't I say on that date that I wasn't interested in getting married? Oh, he said lots of crazy stuff. (laughs) No kids. (laughs) I I didn't say no kids. Did I I say no kids? You just said kids. Like, I always wanted kids. Yeah. You know, my parents, my grandparents, everybody was super young having kids. I always thought I'd have kids even younger than we did. Like, we had George Mm -hmm. at 27. I thought we'd have kids. Yeah. I always thought growing up I'd have kids at 24 or 5 or something like that. Yeah. So you pushed me back a few years and I was happy with that. But I did. You were definitely coming. From what you told me, you definitely jumped ahead more than I went back kind of thing. Right. So yeah, that, that's true. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah. I'm sure I was like, yeah, kids. But I know that I was not into getting married at the time. No. Which is interesting. Were, oh, yeah. Big time. It took a while for you to. To come around to it. Yeah. We dated for six years, I think, or five years before we got engaged. And it yeah. Took, yeah. I don't know, it took a while for you to even warm up the idea of the honey. <laughs> yeah. Well, in my defense, it, my parents went through kind of a crappy divorce. Yeah. So it was just like my my only example 
of relationships were very dysfunctional. Like considering the one I was just in and my parents, I was just like, I have nothing to base a marriage on. But then I got to meet your parents and I was like, oh, it doesn't have to be. And that was like one of the major, like, I I think I remember you saying that on that date. I think I remember you saying, it's not that complicated. (laughs) Like when I was like, I don't know if I want to get married. Like, I don't think I do. And you're like, it's not that complicated. Like it's not as crazy as people make it out to be. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Well, maybe we'll see. Um, And I definitely wasn't into the law of attraction then. No, like I wasn't going to say much until the questions were all Yeah, the questions are coming. Yeah. Like, um, well, that's actually the next question. It's by Paula dot Falk. We know Paula. She's a great. Oh, hi, Paula. She's a big fan of the show. Um, so she says, accepting woo-woo if he had not been exposed to it prior to meeting you. Discuss. So we I can talk was about, exposed to it. Yeah. Full disclosure, I was exposed to it prior to meeting you. Yeah. I think we both were a little bit. Like we the both secret. The secret. We, you know. Yeah. Which came out in, uh, what was that, 2000 and like. Four. Four, yeah, that sounds right. Oh, yeah. Four or that, five, maybe. For sure, but. Yeah, so we were in high school when it came out. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, um, my mom was in is into this stuff and was. Um, the big fans know that they've heard us talk about Bev on almost every episode. Yeah, yeah, oh, Bev's all time. She's <laughs> she's I one of the original. <laughs> she's one of the original Abraham. Yeah. Like listener, like the one of the original yeah, like Gabe. people. So like Gabe, I've you know tuned out for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, your mom would she'd play Abe and clean the house. Yeah, I was like a teenager. So and, like my mom was listening to like Ace of Base. Yeah, and like you know I don't know Aqua or whatever. Yeah. And your mom was like, my mom was not cranking tunes. She was cranking Abe. Abe so yeah. you know to a teenager, I'm like, what is going on? What here? is like, this crap? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, subconsciously been taking that in for a long time. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, manifestation, like back to us dating and stuff. Like, I definitely feel like I used the little manifestation tactics I had. Subconsciously programmed. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I think that's what makes it not weird for me is like I've always, you know. I grew up with it and I sure I thought it was a little strange and you know but a lot of it made sense and it's just not for me like it's not something that I want to listen I want to listen to country music and stuff like that I don't want to listen to you know Abe all the time and Mm -hmm. I logged some hours there if I could choose like when I couldn't choose mom's vacuuming that's fine that's oh sorry it's okay but now that I can choose, I choose. You choose <laughs> not to listen. If I'm going to listen to something, I'll listen to something else for a bit. Yeah, fair enough. Um, well, and one of the things that you had said to me, I think early on in high school, I I think I brought up the secret to you. And this was like kind of in passing, like our experiences in high school. And this always makes me laugh. My experiences with you in high school, like outside of school, yeah. I was a drunk mess. For the most part, like we saw each other at a party. I was usually a drunk mess, which is weird because I wasn't like that often. Right. Like they used to call me mom in my friend's group. I was always the DD. Yeah. 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 So it was like twice or three times that I went to a party in high school where I was smashed. Right. 
And that's when you and I would bump into each other. <laughs> like, what is that? Like, I'm like, I know he thinks I'm a lush. Like, he must think I'm like, have serious daddy issues or something. Because I'm like, smashed at every party. Um, but on this sober encounter, um, we were chatting in the hallway. And I remember mentioning the secret to you. And you said, my mom is on a secret cruise. Yeah. Like the secret cruise or whatever. And I was like, what? Like, that's a thing. Like I had no idea that anything sort of existed outside of that dock. Right. So, and it must've been an Abraham cruise or was it I, like, the authors I don't know. I think secret. it was actually secret, secret cruise. With okay. Like, you know, a few of the authors and stuff. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Um, so crazy. Yeah. Like looking at that in hindsight now, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like if someone had a plop down and told me, oh yeah, like you're going to be hosting a podcast on this topic. I'd be like, what? Yeah. Like so crazy. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I deployed some manifestation tactics pretty early. Like I remember saving mm -hmm. for a dirt bike and it was like, I had a journal and I was, you know, seeing ads in the paper. Mm. I don't think there was like online shot. It was, I was looking at auto trader and stuff right. like that. Yeah. And I think it was like $950 and I was trying to do the math of like, you know, how I'd save. And I put the whole calculations mm -hmm. down, how long it would take me to get this bike. And, you know, just manifesting towards it. Like I, I would look at that. I would, you know, I, I made sure to keep looking at it like every day, try to get on that vibration, that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And ended up getting a bike that was more than that. Like, you know, I think it was dad said i found this bike and showed me and i was like freaking sweet like this is great like it worked i didn't get the bike that i was looking mm -hmm. at i got one even better and right so right yeah i think that i was aware of it pretty young like yeah and that helps that helped it for sure right well it's even though i wasn't like sorry no like deploying it all the time like i wasn't hard into it i've never mm -hmm. really been hard into it i just I understand it and it makes sense to me. It's just. Uh, what, what part of it makes sense to you? That's a good question. I think it like if I want something or like, yeah, it's mainly with wants really. I find like, you know, if I want something, I, I, I just try to, I guess I kind of obsess a little bit. <laughs> like I'll yeah. just, you know, picture it, picture it, yeah. like, picture having it. Yeah, I guess until you asked me right now, I didn't realize I did this even, but, you know, <laughs> picture already yeah. having it, yeah. like, um, picture having the money to hand the person that has it right mm -hmm. now, you know, that kind mm -hmm. of stuff, like, mm -hmm. just a lot of visualization, I guess, and... Well, you use the word vibration, so you believe in vibration. Yeah, for sure. Why? I don't know. I honestly think it's... Maybe that's that subconscious, subconscious radio. picked it up, <laughs> super little, like, it's just, you know... Your mom's going to be so proud. She's yeah. going to listen to this yeah, and be thanks, like, mom. I, Honestly, I think it's, you know, if stuff's not going my way. I think I tell myself, like, what are you vibrating right now? Like, you're, mm -hmm. you know, you're putting it out there that stuff's going shitty today and stuff just keeps going shitty today. It's like, mm -hmm. but then when you're, you know, really feeling it, you're feeling good and stuff's happening that's good. You feel, I don't know, you feel like you're, vibe and right and aligned and yeah I just don't uh, it's weird like I know it and I, I feel I feel that 
mm-hmm. vibration and that flow, but I just don't actively, you know, realize it or something like that. Yeah. To me, it sounds like subconscious programming. Like it sounds like something that's just been for sure, like talking behind you for such a long time. And you worked with your mom. Yep. Right. And she was doing this stuff even at the yard. Yeah. So like they worked in a landscaping product yeah. sales yard. So like it's Bev and a bunch of boys. Right. Yeah. But your mom's got the Oracle cards and like stuff going on in the office. And she'd bring us all in. Yeah. Do a card reading. We do whatever. Yeah. I mean, she had AC. So that was good. For <laughs> <laughs> of course, we're going in there. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> wasn't for the oracle reading it's because she had air conditioning air conditioning that's awesome um but yeah like having that exposure is just repeated exposure right like all the time i think makes it you just take what works for you and you don't have to adopt it as your like dogma and start you know praying to abraham i don't know (laughs) honestly it's i mean if you think of it like that it's mom dad they're always going on the cruises they come Mm -hmm. back you ask how it was they give you the Cole's notes and that's the highlights they remember. Right. Or right. take away from it. Yeah. So you kind of hear that and see if any of that sits with you, yeah, implement it. And now you guys are on this run and mm-hmm. you'll tell me the good stuff and yeah. I'll take it, or, <laughs> take it or leave it, that kind of thing. So do you believe it worked for your mom and dad? Uh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. I think that helps too. Yep. When you watch your, cause your parents, I think by anyone's standards are quite successful. Yep. So I think that that, would help as well yeah. to watch them kind of walk the walk with this belief yeah. in their back, in their, you know, in their repertoire, in their toolbox. And definitely. Yeah. I think it's worked wonders for them. If it, yeah. Yeah. I think they'd say the same. Yeah, for sure. And what did you think when I, when Sam and I started to take this really seriously two and a half years ago? Well, for a long time, I didn't think I married my mother. That's for sure. <laughs> Totally Holy man. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, what it's is like I got happening? away from this crazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You're like, I wa- I knew this girl was the one when she said she normal. didn't want to get married and she had normal. no religion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then now, yeah. even then, what did you think then? Did you think like, ugh, here we go? Uh, or were you more like curious? I don't like, I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe it's a subconscious thing again. Like I've heard a lot of it. I've, you know, that's the one thing about Abe. Like I love Abe. I'll, we'll still listen to Abe going to bed sometimes. Like <laughs> there you go. Abe puts me to sleep. <laughs> Abe just puts me to sleep. <laughs> you're so you know? true. It's like, usually like a 20 minute recording or whatever. You're, yeah. you're out by and like minute know, three. I, I've listened to Abe since I was little. Like, yeah. honestly, somebody says something to Abe and it's just like, I could answer it myself. Yeah. Like she, yeah. It's, it's true. very, and that's the problem. It's, it's repetition. It's, mm-hmm. that's with anything like repetition repeated. Mm-hmm. And they say that. She's yeah. Esther. Abe says that. Yeah. Like they're like, we've said this before, but yeah. we're going to say it again. Somebody because it Abe needs question, to like, like oh, you idiot. You know, yeah. You know, you know the answer. Yeah. Listen to the last answer. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So I know that it just doesn't do it for me. And I guess maybe I just haven't looked or found that thing that does. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I don't know. I don't think there's anything. Um, 
it just kind of happened. You get, we had little kids at the time too. So, so you know, well, George was born was, and I was pregnant. Yeah. With Charlie. So I'd be, you know, busy or whatever, but mm-hmm. I, it never dawned out. Like I didn't really care. I guess it was something that made you guys happy. It was something that, you know, mm. um, it was just a lot of talk when it started and still about up leveling and all these great things that why would you try to stop that? Yeah. That's fair. Why would you stop a positivity train? Yeah. Especially if it works. Yeah. You know, if it's making you happy, it makes me happy. That's nice. Yeah. Thanks. Hi. You. Yes, you. We heard you. Did you just talk to your phone while listening to this episode? Yeah, we hear that a lot. So we've decided to do something about it. You are formally invited to join the official OMJ community, a place where you can meet up with other OMJ listeners to talk about the latest episode, celebrate what you are manifesting, ask questions, and engage with other woo-woo enthusiasts. Mickey and I realize we have each other to bounce all these juicy ideas about the universe, vibration, law of attraction, aha moments, and so much more, which adds to our increasing momentum. And we want that for you too. Apply to the private group on Facebook today by answering a few short questions and surround yourself with like-minded individuals who want to manifest their dream lives too. In this free group, you will also get first access to our private events, including our monthly online container called OMJ Engagements. Here we will host group coaching calls, guest speaker events, and whatever we feel inspired to support you with that month. We are ready to take our relationship to the next level. Come join us and our listeners in the amazing OMJ community. We can't wait to see you in there. And now back to the show. Um, Emily Sarah Esther says, oh, no questions. Just think it's great that he supports your passion, marriage goals. Thank you, Emily. Um, Michael.pike.8 says, when can we go fishing? Who that? <laughs> Friday. <laughs> That's my dad. Yeah. Um, By the time you hear this, we will have gone. Fishing, you will have right? gone fishing, yeah. Um, Mjoy04, it's Michelle. Joy. Hi, Michelle. Yeah, says, tell us about your dance at your wedding. We had a, much like this. <laughs> I wasn't real fond of the idea of doing it. No? No. But do you regret it now? No, I don't regret it now. Yeah. So you're not going to regret this episode either. Yeah. Uh, Michelle, our wedding dance. She was there. Yeah. Yeah. Was it your idea? The dance? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought I wanted to do something different. Um, and like, you know, you see the odd things online and it's just kind of when people started really changing it up at weddings or you saw evidence of it because of YouTube and stuff. Yeah. They all did like fun stuff. So. And they stole our song. The office. They stole. They did steal our song. Yeah. You're right our on the forever on the Chris camping Brown, trip. Yeah, so they did that. Yeah, they took it. Um, and so yeah, no, it was my idea to do <laughs> drunk in love, and I thought, oh, well, it would be so funny if Mason acted like Beyonce, like mouth lip synced Beyonce's part. And then it dawned on me: if you know me, I'm very like kind of square and like pretty like don't get me wrong I can have like a sailor mouth like I can I swear like sailor but I'm not uh the type of person that says the things that Jay-Z says (laughs) I'll just put it that way no (laughs) so 
we, I had this idea and I came to you and we just put it off and put it off and put it off. And then finally it was like a couple of days before the wedding. And I was like, we have to rehearse this thing yeah. if we're going to do it. So and at least do one run. Mm-hmm. So, and I had spent some time listening to the song and memorizing Jay-Z's part, but you hadn't done Beyonce's yet. So you were kind of learning dance moves and like. We watched the video a couple times. Yeah. I think that's why you thought it was funny. Like her, you got to watch the video now. Yeah. Drunk in Love is pretty extra. I'll she's put just it in like, the show notes so people can oh, click on go. the link. Yeah. She's just like in the dark on a beach, like <laughs> taking herself so very extra. seriously. And, and it was so, great. With a fog machine, yeah. like so extra. <laughs> Smoke. And, yeah. yeah. So we thought, oh, it'd be really funny if Mason act like Beyonce. And then it was supposed to be the garter toss. Like, you know, how the yeah. couple, there's like a sexy song and it's all like sexy that he takes his teeth and takes the garter off. So I'm like, well, let's spin this a little bit. So you were Beyonce and you even did the worm. Yeah. <laughs> You're part of the song. Actually, you know what I can do? I'll link that dance because I've got a video of it. Hey, so I'll link the dance. We'll become YouTube stars. In, yeah. the, in the show notes. So if you guys want to watch this dance beginning down, it is pretty funny. Mm. Um, but I'm going to ruin the ending for you. So I, you know, when Jay-Z, Jay-Z's part comes up, I stand up and I'm, I'm Jay-Z and I'm like rapping. And so no one sees it coming because the whole time I'm pretending that I'm surprised that Mason's memorized this Beyonce part. Um, so yeah, then I'm Jay-Z and just everyone's like just the shock on people's faces. It's so funny. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Like if you watch the video, uh, she becomes Jay-Z and I sit down and she literally makes me flinch. Like she just <laughs> kind of comes at me and I, I don't know, didn't trust her. I got all tough. Perception and I just, yeah, she made me flinch. And think it's, that's my favorite part. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. I kind of botched the ending. Like, yeah. So you didn't normally warn the crowd before you throw the actual garter. Right. No, so he did get the thing. garter. Yeah. And then he didn't warn anybody. He was facing the back of the room and then he just kind of spun and threw it. And then no, it just landed with like a plop and everyone just stared at it. And then my dad and your grandpa (laughs) went and fought over it, which I think is the funniest part because no one got what to do. Um, Anyway, the link will be in the show notes so you can watch it. But it's pretty pretty funny. So I was... You know, Michelle, like with everybody there, and we've got a huge family. And um, I don't know. I think it was that night, like everybody was there. I thought, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna give it my all, do the best I can at mm-hmm. this thing. Just before that, like you said, we weren't taking it super seriously. No. But uh, I think you had a couple a drinks of, too, so that probably helped. Oh, we needed to have drinks. Liquid like, courage yeah. for sure. Yeah. The so that was were. a lot of fun. That was mm-hmm. fun. Uh, let me see here. My husband, oh, I'm sorry. This is from She Is Abundance. She asks, this is kind of similar. You may have answered this, but if you have another spin on it, uh, let us know. My husband isn't into law of attraction. He thinks I'm crazy. How does your husband handle your views? Well, I think you're crazy. Fair enough. (laughs) No. You've been surrounded by crazy, though. Yeah. So. Crazy's great. Crazy is a perception. All the best people are a little crazy. (laughs) Um, Do you have any advice maybe for her? Well, like I said, like don't stop a positivity train. It's, it's, you know, raising your vibration. It's making you happy. It's, um, I just think there's nothing wrong. Like, you know me and religion, Mm -hmm. my views on religion and stuff like that. 
And so I know that a lot of the manifestation stuff, and that's maybe where I get disconnected, is where mm. there's a lot of talk of source and, mm. you know, higher power, higher energy, and, you know. Yeah. I just, I don't know. You're right. That could be right. That could be wrong. I, I don't know. That's my stance with religion is nobody knows. Mm. Um, so, but I mean, everybody's entitled to their belief. And like I say, if nobody knows what's right, then who knows who's wrong like you know who knows so you can't get too hung up on that um advice i don't know i would just say you know keep talking to them about it keep you know if you've manifested a small win big win whatever like just keep talking about it um but don't try to I would say don't try to onboard them. No, you can't force anything on no. anybody. You know, no. you guys are doing this. You're 89 episodes deep. Like I'm clearly not getting forced into this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm on board. I'm happy for you. Yeah. You know, I uh, don't think you should stop. You got a good thing going and it's making you happy. Mm. Um, I just also think as far as manifestation goes, like, you know, don't put so much pressure on, this is, I guess this isn't advice for him. This is for, you know, my Her. views of manifestation. Don't, don't put so much pressure on. Like if you don't, you know, if you're manifesting, you know, $1,000 by next Tuesday and that doesn't come, don't beat yourself up too much if that doesn't happen. There's a lot of factors at play. Like don't, mm. you know, celebrate your wins and don't, you know, don't get too hung up on your losses and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I would just say be the example yeah, just keep going with it. Because what what will inevitably end up happening, like I, anytime you and I get into a conflict, like in terms of not between us, you know, and maybe sometimes it's quite rare, but um, in life, when we hit something bumpy, my language has evolved quite drastically, right? Like it's gone into this direction of vibration. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes sense. Like we get to a point where it's like, it feels good. I'll use an example. Um, when Sam and Nick got their car, remember that? They got their um, Monica. Yeah. And you were like, you were upset. You were like, like, I just, you know, is that responsible? They got a new car, da, da, da. But we talked about it and I was like, you should get a car, right? You need to get your car because it's going to raise your vibration. It's going to make you happy. And instead that conversation completely flipped, you know, and you weren't upset anymore. You were like, I am going to get my own car. I'm like, yes, that's a solid investment. That's an investment in your soul, your happiness, your vibration. It's going to make you a happier person. Every time you get into it, you're going to be happy. You're going to be flying high. You're going to be driving down the road on at sunset, like so grateful for this car. That is a very valuable frequency. So like, that's where that conversation went. Yeah. It wasn't like, right. And that makes you feel good. It makes yeah. you want to get a car and like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's, car, thank you. and you did yeah. get your car and it's. I'm very happy. Yeah. It's, just, it's tucked in the garage most of the time and I'm very happy it's there. Yeah. Which is, it's part of the manifestation world, right? When you see something that someone else has, sometimes like the, the feelings come up, the emotions come up where you feel like you, maybe you want it. You don't feel worthy of having it. You're 
envious or jealous or whatever it was. I'm not trying to speak for you and what your emotions were. I'm not saying that's what they were on that day, but you were asking yourself questions about what's responsible, right? Like what's, should they be doing the that? And I know, I think when was that? Like, I think financially at the time, like I yeah. you know, was feeling stressed or whatever. Yeah. Like, it was, it was My a mirror. Vibes were low. It was a mirror yeah. about all the things that you were exactly. thinking and feeling. Yeah. But then we had that conversation and what did you do? You started looking for your car. Yeah. Yeah. And now you have it. Yeah. And it's awesome. You're right. So like those types of conversations, I feel will inevitably, they just inevitably take place. And like at the end of the day, you know, what we've experienced is that you feel better. Yeah. That we feel better. Yeah, for sure. Right. And so you're not participating in the, the lower vibration conversation. You find a way of raising it. Right. Which is what we did in that, in that conversation. So leading by example, right. When you start to use manifestation and you start manifesting couple of extra thousand dollars or a hundred dollars or twenty dollars or whatever it is or a cup of coffee or a gift or a trip or whatever it is that you're manifesting your partner's gonna get curious and be like what are you doing differently right how is that working for you and so you don't have to be like you know because nobody wants to be preached to no one wants to be converted like no, no. that's not no, <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want someone to come to me with their beliefs and like try and convince me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But leading by example, I think is your strongest strategy. That would be my perspective on it. Yeah. And was that's, my intention. That's a great perspective. It was my intention from the beginning with this stuff. Yeah. It was never like, I'm going to convert Mason. I'm going to make him hold hands and sing Kumbaya with me every day. It's like, no, I'm just going to do my thing for my family. I want to do it so that I up-level our lives, right? Like, right. it's like, I want to do this for you, for the kids. Yeah. You know, I want to give us a life of freedom. And Hey, I'm here for the ride. You, know, <laughs> you get us a private jet, I'm happy. Right? Like, there's so many times where I fantasized yeah. about funding. I'm not even manifesting these things. You're like, if you want a private jet, I'm happy with that. Right. Like, get one. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or, or we'll, like, look at a classic car or something, and you're like, yeah, I'd like to have one of those. And I'm like, okay, done. Yeah. You know, like, I'm just like, oh, we're, we're having that. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I get into that headspace of, like, absolutely, you yeah. know, and that, that alone, that energy is pretty contagious. So. Right. So just tell yourself, like, doesn't matter if he's up, if he doesn't get it, just say, well, he's not going to argue with the private jet. Like it's whatever true. you manifest, <laughs> it's it'll true. all be good things and he's not going to be upset. That's right. Keep plugging away. Yeah, exactly. Love it. Um, here's an interesting question. This one's from Wonderbird. Uh, she says, is there any fear that you will follow your inner guidance and think that you are a wrong fit for each other? I don't think so. I can't tell the future, I guess, but no, I don't. Everything that, you know, you guys up leveling on the, up leveling on the podcast and what's outside of the podcast we're doing together, like mm -hmm. everything, every big move that we've had, everything good or bad that's happened is we were right there together. Yeah. And somehow I have no doubt in my mind that like, something would seriously have to change, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I just can't foresee it. Like we're pretty all in. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, that'd be the surprise of my lifetime for sure. Yeah. I, I honestly think I don't want to like. Yeah. Knock on all the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to like. <laughs> um, I honestly, I think one of us would have to die in order for this relationship to end. Yeah. Like, like I just, 
I got I manifested you, I manifested the boys, we're back on the island. Like, you know, yeah. As far as my manifestation train, it's getting shorter here. Like <laughs> your list is getting shorter. Yeah. Well, um, a real fancy, nice garage filled with classic cars. I yeah, feel like that's that's, that's pretty that's high just on your fun list stuff of it. To me, yeah. yeah. That's that's the fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's such an interesting question. Follow your inner guidance and think that you're a wrong fit for each other. And fear is in there. Is there any fear that you will follow your inner guidance? So for I me, have zero fear. Yeah, for me, when you follow your inner guidance, there's no need to fear. No, ever. Um, for me, with my inner guidance, it's always on a path of love, like the greatest expression of it. Um, and up until this point in our relationship, I mean, I've been given, I guess, one significant opportunity to. Um, choose a potentially more complicated path for this relationship when I got offered that job in LA when I worked oh, in yeah. Cannes for a couple yeah. weeks. So I had an internship at the Cannes Film Festival in, I think it was like 2015 or 16. That sounds right. Um, and 2017 maybe. Uh, and I got a job offer at the end of it to move to LA and work in a... Um, film production office um and I turned it down because when I sat with it what I what I really really wanted in my life was to be in the presence of love daily and I knew that I already had that and so at home you know in Kingston Ontario which is not LA or New York or you know anywhere where I quote unquote should be um, but I just knew that that path will lead to happiness, right? I chose that the way, the way that you made me feel on a daily basis is what I wanted to experience continually on a daily basis. And so that was me listening to my inner guidance. Um, and I could have gone the other direction, right? I could have said, cause we weren't engaged, we weren't, we didn't have kids. And I could have you know, been like, let's do the long distance thing. It'll be fine. Um, but it was a very strong voice inside of me that was like, that's not the right path. I know everyone, it looks like it is. Like that look like for your career, I mean. Like right. it looks like that's what you need to do yeah. if you're going to be successful. Um, and you know what? It may have been if I wanted to take the shortcut, maybe. Um but I, uh, I yeah, have shortcut this, to the career. Yes, like, to success or whatever. Yeah, like I think that would have been the long way to this. Yes, to where we are now. Exactly, exactly. And so you know, like I was saying, like I may have been further along, quote unquote, in my career. In career. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't think I would be this happy. Um, Always take the shortcut to happiness. <laughs> happiness absolutely <laughs> to true bliss right yeah. to true happiness yeah. um so that's the path that i chose uh and i have zero regrets for that so i don't i think to answer your question you know fear and inner guidance don't go hand in hand if there's fear then it's not inner guidance like it's just not that's not the fear is your ego the fear is your um your human self your monkey mind uh some some Sometimes parts of your subconscious are fear-based, so they don't go hand in hand. So if you're following your inner guidance in your inner relationship 
and it's in in the voice inside coming from a loving calm voice is telling you to leave a relationship there should never be fear with that right that's telling you that's for the greater good for both you and your partner right like it's like anything inner inner being related that speaks from love can always be trusted there should never be any fear associated with that um so i guess to answer your question you know for us inner guidance you know our inner being they that acts from love that intuition comes from love from pure love and in our experience together um our experience of one another has been love daily even when it's kind of funny our we don't really fight have we have we had like one fight but it's what convinced you to propose <laughs> yeah, i don't even remember <laughs> Do you That's remember? how little we fight. Yeah, it, it was one fight. I yeah. I remember it. It was over Halloween and like your dad's birthday and then a party that I was feeling like I was expected to go to. Oh, okay. Remember this? It was okay. like kind of a gong show. But our quote unquote fight lasted about 30 seconds. Yeah. It was in the car and we raised our voices. I just laid the law down. <laughs> Told you. Told yeah, that sounds like you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, it was like, it was so short. And we both raised our voices for a split second and then realized what we did. Yeah. And then we were both quiet. And I think we were quiet for like three days. Like we were just like... <laughs> Radio silence? <laughs> yeah, it was just very uncomfortable. We, like we weren't on the same page. Yeah. Um, but at the end of it, I don't know if you remember this or if you want to take this part of the story. Do you know where this is going? No. Okay. You said to me, you know, when it was all said and done and we finally did talk about it. And you said to me, um, if that's the way we fight, I want to fight with you for the rest of my life. And I was like, sweet. (laughs) And I don't think it was long after that that you proposed. Right. Because you were just like, this is. No, if if that was Halloween, it was like a month and a bit later. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, two months later. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. So, yeah, we don't fight very often. It's our experience of one another has been very, um, I don't know what's the word, pleasant. Like, it's just been, well, like you said early on, it's easy. Yeah. Right? Like you, the way you described it was relationships don't have to be complicated. Do you want to expand on that just a little bit for someone maybe that's single that's trying to manifest their partner? Before we go, I I just wanted to, that last question. Circle back. Circle back. (laughs) Want to circle back? Let's circle back. (laughs) Um, Like if you would ask me that question, I guess five or six years ago, like before you went to Cannes even, like. The story, which one? About the inner being. Yeah, inner being, yeah. Yeah. Inner being, is that what you just said? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, yeah, if you would ask me that a number of years ago, for sure, because there's lots of question marks with what Mm. you wanted to do. Yeah. You know, um, like you said, L.A., New York, wherever you'd end up. And that thought of me holding you back kind of thing like that Mm -hmm. definitely played a role. I would have, you know, there was fear there. Yeah. But now, where we are now, you know, there's, there's no fear. I've got no fear. Like, I feel like we're just so fortunate like mm. our setup we've got 
you know, we've got support. We've got, I mean, Realm of I've got my whole family's here. Like, if I can't get supported enough for you to go do something someday, then, you know. Yeah. If your inner being calls you across continents or countries or whatever to take on a movie or something, like, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll be fine. Like, there's no yeah. question there. Yeah. So no fear anymore. Maybe there was fear years ago. There was definitely fear years ago, but yeah. just not anymore where we are. But we've evolved as a couple since then. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. in terms of our security. Circumstances have changed. Like, you know. Yeah. But our security in ourselves yeah. and each other. Yeah. Because that took time. We had to work on that. Yeah. Remember when we first started dating, I was a host in a nightclub and I wore a bikini. Yeah. And you were like, What? You're like, our boyfriend's supposed to be okay with this? And I'm like, I don't care what other boyfriend, you better be. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I had to be okay with it pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, I was, I had a nice figure. I was like teeny tiny. I had huge boobs and in a bikini in a bar at 2 a.m. Like, you know, there's cause for concern. Um, but I had been, like I said, in a relationship previously that was quite dysfunctional and filled with jealousy. And I was like, listen, jealousy's your can of worms. It's not mine. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you need to trust me. And if I do something wrong, then you have every reason to not. But until that point, it's on you, dude. And it took time. Like we worked on it. We had conversations about it. And it wasn't like one conversation and done. It was like, there were hiccups. No, I mean, she was in her bikini every Monday. So there's, <laughs> there's a weekly check-in. <laughs> it's true. I used to had, like, come know. in the door at yeah. 3 a.m. And I'd be like, are you okay? And you'd be like, no. Just in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd be asleep, I think. Did you eat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like rocking in the, in the corner. Uh, uh, no. no, it wasn't like that. No. no, but you did take. It did take some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's in any relationship, right? Like yep. showing each other trust and evolving and, you know, how we've been together for how long now? Where are we? It was 2009 that we got together? Um, yeah. So we are 13 Summer. years. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> this is my, this is my gift. I'm coming on your podcast. Oh, you're deciding that yeah. now? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. We, this is what happens. This is what happens when you have two kids and your wedding date is different than your first started dating date. Yeah. That's kind of cool, actually. It's well, like, it's like we first, planned it. This is the first year. Uh, I think this is our first year that we've been married longer than we were like yes. before we got married. Dating. Yes. So we were, yeah, we were together for six, six years, years before we got married. Yeah. And we'll be married seven years this year. in October. Yeah. So that's the bigger anniversary. Yes. Yeah. But it's kind of cool that we're talking about our first date, yeah. even though you didn't know it was a date. Like the eve of. On the eve of yeah. that day, <laughs> 13 years ago. Yeah. Crazy. It is crazy. Uh, but to be fair, we all, we knew each other five years before that. So yeah. it's been 18 years, I guess, that we've been in each other's lives, yeah. which is also wild. Um, what did you want me to elaborate on? You wanted me to circle back on something, but. Did we go on a tangent? No, I just wanted to answer that. The fear question? Yeah. You did? No, there was something before that you... Oh, no, I forget. Okay. Well, (laughs) we'll circle back. (laughs) Um, Oh, no, the listeners are going to be like, I can rewind, but like, I'm not going to rewind. Somebody's like, they didn't answer that. If you want to know Sorry. the answer, just message me and we'll, we'll answer you, you on, memo. Was it? Oh, yeah, on Instagram. Okay. 
So this is a long question from Karina.Elizabeth. Hi, Karina. Hi, Karina. So she says, I find this fascinating because even though he doesn't, in quotes, practice, he lives very much in alignment all day, every day. It's unconscious or it's unknown for him. But yet here he is living a wonderful life with a beautiful aura and infecting those around him. Or so I perceive LMAO. I'd be curious to know what, in quotes, alignment means to him. Um, (laughs) She's in human design, so she elaborates here and says, I'd also be curious to know when does he feel satisfaction and peace? And then she writes in quotes, signature themes. So as a man gen, manifesting generator, for those of you who aren't into human design. Uh, And when does he feel frustration and anger? His not self. Signature places a huge role in manifestation. Uh, (laughs) I'd also like to know how he chooses his day day to look every day. How he chooses his day to look every day. Wow. Not how I look so good every day? No, that's what I thought it was. At first I was like, his look? Like she wants to know fashion tips? Sweet. (laughs) Okay. So do you want to define alignment first? Yeah. That's a tricky one too because it's... um, I don't know. I guess I'm a pretty day-to-day person. Like it's kind of day-to-day alignment for me. I think it's like, mm-hmm. well, as she said, like a manifesting generator. So the human design stuff's all pretty new to me too. Yeah. And uh, sounds like I'll have to book a session with Karina. To you definitely a need deeper. you and I need to book a compatibility one. There we go. Because okay, you have to See admit work. when you heard that I was a projector and I explained to you what a projector was. Oh yeah. Like. That no, shit checks nothing out. Nothing could be more <laughs> spot on. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole house was like, oh my God. Like even yeah. Nick, who doesn't believe in this shit at all, right. was like, well, that's pretty fucking accurate. Yeah. Like it was like, <laughs> finally it had There's been more explained. There? Yeah, exactly. Their nickname for it was squanchy for me. Cause I was, it's the only word that they had for it, that I needed naps all the time. And that I was like really emotional and Yeah. It mm-hmm. all makes sense now. So, yes, having a projector wife, that's mm-hmm. it all makes sense now. It makes things easier, honestly, having so this I'm in alignment. Our- I'm in alignment if my projector wife gets <laughs> enough naps that day. And she's happy. I'm happy. Um, no, I don't know. Like, manifesting generators. So, I've got, like, these stupid lists in my head. Like, all these random yeah. shit I got to check off every day. Like, it's not even like I plan ahead. They're just there in the morning. I got to knock a few off mm-hmm. and then I'm feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, being in alignment, like it's, I don't know, like I don't feel like I've reached where I'd like to be, you know, financially mm-hmm. to be in alignment. Like, you know, what I align with, where I want my finances to be, where, you know, mm-hmm. um, it helps being in like the home I want to be in. Like, yeah. you know, I wake up, sure, it's not the room that we've we want or man it's a small room and yeah we're manifesting a, a, reserva- manifesting a, a reservation there, but. a renovation right hopefully here in the not too distant future right but it's like definitely helps now like being in the home yeah that i want to be in forever kind yeah of yeah so that helps um you know the boys help mm-hmm. you know they can <laughs> they can put you dead straight in alignment then they can just throw you right in. <laughs> it's a pretty magical factor 
<laughs> That's actually so true. You like wake up, you get your cuddles, and then breakfast happens. You're like, holy shit, guys. Like, yeah. You know, it's so true because they're so, they're so present. Yeah. And when they are, it's such a gift because you're present with them. Yeah. And then it's split second. Yeah. They just start screaming or pushing yeah. each other and you're just like, fuck. Yeah. Like, and they, yeah, it can put you out pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty nice. They put you, you know, your alignment needle. They take it in and they're to center all day, which is great. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, everyday alignment. It's a good question. I like, that's what I feel like. I get aligned if I, you know, wake up, get time with the kids, get some time to mm-hmm. knock a few things off my lists and, yeah, spend time with the family. That makes me pretty aligned and I'm fortunate I get to do that pretty well every yeah. day. You've manifested and designed, like Karina said, a, a really beautiful life. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. I feel pretty aligned when I'm fishing. I feel pretty aligned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you get to. When I get to, yeah. It's pretty rare. I got to manifest more of that. Yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> Thanks for the, the reminder. Karina's like a nine part, but you're going to have to keep yeah. telling me. As she says, she's curious to know, uh, when does he feel satisfaction and peace? When the kids are asleep. <laughs> no. Um, like right now. We're recording this at 9.30 at night with the baby monitor on. Oh, my hour's up. <laughs> <laughs> she promised an hour. I'm I did say it was uh, an hour. We're almost done. So um, a couple more questions. Uh, sorry, save the question again. Uh, when does he feel satisfaction and peace? Satisfaction and peace. Hmm. It's a good question, Karina. I I don't know, like the last year or so, like I've I signed up for the volunteer fire department. I feel like I'm pretty um, satisfied. Like if I go and I can help, I feel. That makes sense. And Karina's going to love this answer because your human design has a lot of lines on the outside, which yeah. is about tribe and community. So it make, yeah. that makes a lot of sense yeah. that you are feel satisfaction when you're involved. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a small community. I grew up over here. Everybody, I know basically everybody. Yeah. So I feel that's kind of a newer one for me, like one that kind of is easy for me to grab. Like I know that makes me satisfied. I feel satisfied if I helped mm. somebody out kind of thing. Yeah. Um, when you answer a fire call? Yeah. Yeah. If I go to one of them, you know, I'm able to help. I'm happy if I go there and there's lots of help and there's mm-hmm. people. But if it's, I feel satisfied if I'm there and I can help out mm-hmm. in any way. Um, I feel pretty damn, I know Rob listens and I feel super satisfied doing anything horse related. Yeah. Um, The listeners, if you've, I mean, if if you're listening and you've been listening for a while, they've heard Sam, Sam squeezes horses into almost every episode if she can. I'm just keeping it going. Yeah. Let an episode go by. (laughs) Like she's like, and then this week I learned on the horse. Like it's like now it's a running joke. Like, and last, and what is it? Last time at band camp. What's yeah. that saying? <laughs> this one time. That this one time. Camp. And this one time on the horse, that's Sam. Yeah. So like, feel free to explain your experience. And the, it's cute. You guys ride together, which is yeah, really Sam sweet when she's home. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And Rob's just like, you know, I didn't know you could be so kind of in tune with the horse. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, um, I guess I didn't realize. I thought it was all, all I've driven is machinery my whole life and stuff like that equipment. Right. And right. so everything's mechanical. And I think I thought. I'd get on a horse and it'd be super 
mechanical. Straight like I thought yeah. it would be pretty straightforward that way. But it's not like it's, Feeling. you know, yeah, we just did that roundup on the weekend and it was my first go and there's nerves. So, you know, Jerry wouldn't even stand still. And I'm like, Jerry's Mason's horse. That's my horse. <laughs> and uh, it's my late uncle's horse. And, you know, yes. I feel super aligned when I'm on the horse. Um, so why wouldn't she stand still? I think it was oh. my nerves. I think it's because I was oh. nervous maybe. And like, she was probably nervous because I was nervous. Like, well, and it was your first time in this event. Yeah. It's like yeah. a public event where you're oh, competing yeah, like in front of people. Of yeah. 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 It's like sorting cattle. It's a whole thing. It's pretty cool yeah. to watch, but if most... you've ever been somewhere where you don't know what you're doing, but everybody else does, that was me on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't and know what I was doing. Most people's first time they're like 10. Yeah, or like eight or six. 30. Like, yeah. yeah. So Mason, they're like, anytime they'd call it out, they'd be like, oh, it's like what Avery's first time or something. And everyone cheers. And then it's like, oh, it's Mason's first time. Yeah. It's like, you know, 30. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it was, it made you stick out a little bit. Yeah. But I, I mean, it was, uh, but I know everyone so was much proud fun. of you for like doing it. Was, it yeah. The fun so weighted it weighed yeah. the nerves and stuff like that it was just like and I just couldn't help but be a little nervous like yeah it was like a nervous excitement too because the first time uh you know every time I went out I wanted to do a little better yeah and um but yeah like the, just the uh I don't know I've never been a real emotional person I've never I wouldn't even say I'm like super in tune with my emotions by any means like mm. I'm just kind of emotionally unevolved maybe but um, yeah, the horses make you work on it a little bit. I think like, um, watching Rob, like I can have a horse that's nervous and doing all this and Rob can get on the same horse and just have it do whatever he wants. And right. it's just incredible. Right. So I just, he's been riding horses since yeah. he was like six. Yeah. He was yeah. born on the horse. Like, yeah. you know, so I don't know. I feel, I feel satisfied. I feel peaceful on a horse. I feel, um, uh, it just feels nice to be learning. Like it feels like there's just so much I can learn. Like it's limitless yeah. how much you can learn about it. And that's makes me feel satisfied that I'm doing something that's kind of a challenge, a challenge. And yeah. there's so much room to improve. That's a really good answer. Cause like at our old, our job that we've sold since then, like I just yeah. felt like there was no, it was just repetition. And yeah. Um, yeah. There's no learning anymore. Like you'd reached your peak. Yeah. Yeah. So you're in a new phase. Yeah. So stuff like that, like, I guess, um, that's another example. Yeah. Well, and horses don't talk back. I mean, they, they fight you, but. Oh, they, they do more than that. <laughs> <laughs> they could be worse. Than toddlers? Yeah. Mm, maybe. Um, so, and as when. As far you as, like, you realize, like, the toddler, you're like, they're just doing them, their thing, but, like. The horse, you more realize they're doing it because you, like, you're fighting right. yourself the whole time. <laughs> right, which I'm sure a lot of spiritual parenting guides would say. Yeah, true. Yeah. Your toddler's a mirror of your vibration as well. Yeah, but if you buy your kids two fishing poles and they just <laughs> hit each other with them like light sweepers, I don't think that's my emotional state. <laughs> <laughs> That's just two-year-olds. You're right. You're right. That's, that's true. Yeah. Um, that's really funny. Uh, so you're not self-themes, frustration and anger. When do you feel those? My, sorry? Not self-themes. It's a human design term. So as a as a manifesting generator, yeah. right? When you're in alignment, you're feeling satisfaction and peace. Yes. And when you're not in alignment, you're feeling frustration, frustration and, anger. and anger. So for me as a projector, when I'm in alignment, it's success. I feel success. 
And when I'm not in alignment, I feel bitterness. I like turn into, I'm very bitter. So for you, frustration and anger is you being out of alignment. So when do you feel that? I guess if there's things that are on my agenda that aren't on other people's agenda and, you know, you try to make, try to make time for them or something like that. Like when, when you don't feel like you're getting the same time at what's important to you, then I get a little frustrated. Right. When, when, when your list isn't made a priority. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's hard because like I said, I wake up and my list is there. Like, as yeah. a manifesting generator, you got all these. And I don't even know what your list is. No, Because you're does. famous for not telling <laughs> all this random me. shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I think that that can lead to frustration for me. Anger, I don't know. Like, I, I guess it takes me a while to get angry. It would take a lot of that to... Get me worked up. I find the only time I've ever seen you angry is when you see someone you love um, get hurt. Like when someone hurts someone you love, Mm. I've seen you get angry, but it's internalized. You're not really like a outward angry man. So little of that every day. Like I love these two toddlers, (laughs) but one of them's always hurting the other one. So there's (laughs) it's anger. Yeah, yeah, and I can appreciate that. <laughs> Stop, I love it. Stop, I love it. Stop. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. They're doing it to each other. But yeah, that's the only time. Like if if you hear a story of someone that you love and someone hurting them, like I, you don't get angry at anyone. I can just, you, I can feel angry. Yeah, it takes anger. a lot for me to get like inwardly angry. Yeah. With somebody. Or... Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. I mean, there's frustration with the kids, but I mean, they're friggin' toddlers. Right. <laughs> so, like, I try you, not to let myself get that far out of alignment. Yeah. I'm getting super angry and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Hello, Mickey here. I'm going to interrupt the show for a brief moment to let you in on something that I've been developing on my journey. If you've been listening for some time, you know that I've been tapping into something that I can't even explain. From my meditation practice, I used to involuntarily shake, sway, write circles on paper, and more recently receive messages from source. It started with free writing in my journal and has led to channeling really personal and powerful messages for those closest to me. And let me tell you, these messages have been life-changing. Yeah, I can speak to that. It was a couple of months ago when I walked into the office. Mickey was in front of her laptop and I said, Mickey... I would like a channeled message. I had watched her give several different messages to our close family and friends and even to people that she had met online. And I saw that they were life-changing and I was like, I'm ready to have one of these life-changing moments. The experience was amazing. It was about an hour long. Uh, There was a lot of tears. I had a major breakthrough. It just gave me a lot of clarity and I knew that it wasn't coming from her because she was speaking to things that she didn't even know about. And through that, I I came up with a new strategy, a new way of operating in my business. And from there, a whole new journey opened up for me. So yeah, they really are life-changing. Oh, thanks, Sam. The interesting thing about all of this is that you actually have this ability You do, trust me. But sometimes you get in your own way of being able to listen to your higher self, which is where I come in. With an hour session with me, I will tap into your energy 
Ask your higher self what you need to hear and then deliver that message back to you. If you're someone who is seeking clarity in their life right now, you're not sure which way to turn or what to do next, these readings are for you. Sign up for a channeled message with me today at ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. That's ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. M-I-C-K-I-C-H-A-N-N-E-L-I-N-G. Your higher self is calling. Will you answer? I'm ready when you are. And now back to the show. Um, how do you choose your day to look every day? Oh, I don't know if I... <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. How do I choose my day to look? Maybe I'll start choosing now. Yeah, maybe I'll start choosing. I guess I kind of hope my day looks like something. And then <laughs> like today I didn't see the rain coming. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But like... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I just, I guess I'll start choosing how my day looks. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Good little reminder. Thanks, Karina. Okay. Yeah. Two more quick questions. Okay. One is, what are your thoughts? Oh, no, Getting I need to say who it is. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Pink Salt by Danica asks what your thoughts are on my channeling. That's a good question because I'm like in full support. It seems like you've knocked every single one out of the freaking park and I just don't understand it I just like you know <laughs> I don't know what's going on I don't know how it happens you know like yeah it's um, you're a very intuitive person so I, I mean it makes total sense to me that you're very good at that and I'm super happy for you and I support it and I love it but I yeah I don't <laughs> I just can't wrap my mind around it I guess, yeah you know? do you believe it I mean I've had readings done yeah like you know by some, other people yeah in some yeah. land and some don't and so right you know I um your mom would buy them for you yeah <laughs> you didn't I, just I would never yeah I, would, you didn't I wouldn't seek, seek them one out yeah by myself yeah I mean, years are going so well, I might just, but, uh, <laughs> um, Hey, I'm happy to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I love that you're doing it and you're doing so well at it. I, I guess I, like I, like you said, I wouldn't go out of my way to get one. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I don't know what I feel, how I feel about it, where the info comes from, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't want to speak for you, but it's nice that it's working for other people. I yeah. guess we'll just put to it each that their way. own. Yeah. Like I'm full support of everybody doing what makes them happy. Yeah. As long as it's not harming other people. And it's not. It's, I don't think so. No, it's not. Um my intentions are pure. Yeah, absolutely. Um and what do you think about like when I tell you, you know, and full disclosure, folks, I don't explain to Mason who people are and like, you know, you have your privacy. Um, but sometimes they'll be like, oh, you know, this person had, I, I saw a boat and, you know, they said they were going to a cottage or whatever and they were going to buy a boat or like whatever it is. Like sometimes I can have really detailed visions and I tell you about them and they land so well with the person. So what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it's... 
it's I mean some things can't be explained. <laughs> um, You're waiting for the me to be put into a lab or something and we'll get some tests yeah exactly back. like just how you're connecting like mm-hmm. i don't know uh, yeah i honestly i don't know like i don't know how you're doing it i don't like there's species out there that talk to each other and telepathically yeah we like, can't understand like whales so, or dolphins you know or in my mind there's a way we can understand this someday we can't right yet, right 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 that's fair you're you're tapped into something that isn't yet explained, but, mm. uh, you know, I don't think it's like God or something like that, you know? Right, right, right. If that makes sense. No, that makes sense to me. Because, yeah. yeah, my perspective of it is like I'm calling in guides and angels and, yeah, yeah. right? Like yeah. that's my belief system, right? Yeah. I believe that that's who I'm talking to. Right. Um, but you're like, no, it's obviously vibrations or some something scientifically that can eventually be explained. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Is that right? Yeah. Am I understanding you right? You know, but... Okay. That's fair. Uh, okay, one more question um, from Skylar Shea Wellness. She okay. says, I'd love to hear his personal take on energy work in Reiki. See, I'm in total, like, belief of that. Like, I think that, you know, I think the whole... All we are is energy. Like, we're just hurling yeah. around on this globe. Yeah. In space. Like, we're, we're just... We're made from energy. Yep. Um, yeah, every fiber of us is, you know, atoms and molecules. Like, it makes sense to me. I think it makes sense. Like, you ever been around somebody extremely positive and then you ever been around somebody extremely negative? Like, that energy wears off on you a little bit. Like, it... Yeah. It can affect you, like, who you surround yourself with. And that's it, saying, like, you can cut the tension in this room with a knife? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Like... That's felt energy. Totally. Yeah. And so, I don't know, like, the earth has a magnetic flow to it. Like, yeah. I think that it makes total sense. And if you're, you know, aiming love and positivity and... Um, healing. Healing and nothing but good vibes to somebody, there's no doubt in my mind that that can change the molecular layer to that person, you know? Yeah. I, I think it makes sense. There's that um, quantum physics. I don't know if it's a theory or if it's mathematically proven. We'll have to look it up. Um, that says, you know, there's there's space between all of the, the atoms, right, in our body. Yeah. And like, you know, on this desk, in this chair, in this microphone, like there's space between all of the atoms. So we're more space than we are material. Yeah. So... <laughs> this like fact I think it's a fact I need to look it up or find a source on it but it was something that Manifestation Babe was teaching but it's that all of the material in the world right everything physical in the world if you took away all the space in between all of these atoms everything would fit into I think it was a grain of sand hmm. this is like quantum physics theory or i don't know if it's been proven or what but like that alone i'm like so we are definitely more energy than we are matter like that's fact (laughs) like everything is more energy than it is matter right so i mean and there's tons of science you can look into with this joe dispense is such an amazing champion of this uh his books and everything i can link him in the show notes too 
Um, but that's been really helpful for Sam and I in particular and our, our understanding of how energy and everything works. Like yeah. we are more energy than we are not. Right. So for us with energy healing, <laughs> it just makes sense that someone would be able to move energy through the body. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, even matter is made up of molecules. and Right. Like that to me, is all energy. Like yeah. it's, it's all, yeah. Yep. I, I think Skylar, I've actually done, I've had Skylar perform Reiki on me. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm in total belief that that's, that's working. Yeah. It is cool. <laughs> well, those are all the questions from our viewers. Um, I don't know if I have any more questions for you. I guess, like, what is your hope for the future with, with all of this? With OMJ? Yeah. And, like, even your relationship with the law of attraction or anything. What do you visualizing for the future I guess I'm just kind of along for the ride like I think that I'm excited to see where it takes you guys you know all your hard work in this like I'm not yeah diligently working hard towards my manifestations like you guys are like <laughs> yeah. as far as this podcast goes like I've got the little thing like I said I've my list is getting shorter like I'm pretty content and you know mm. um so of course there's going to be things that all want to manifest, but yeah. you know when your private jet comes, I'll be stoked. When you're <laughs> Fair enough. Accounts have many zeros. I'll yeah. be happy. I'm not going to complain. Okay. Um, no, I don't know. I just think that I know that it'll grow. I know our capabilities. I know our understanding. I know it'll all grow, and I'm excited for that. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'm patiently awaiting the, I don't want time to go by too fast. So I'm I'm happy with what we're doing now and this learning process. Mm. Love it. Yeah. Do you have any final thoughts on all this? Anyone you want to circle back to? I wish I could remember the one that I thought we skipped (laughs) over. I guess it means I'll have to come back sometime. I think if you're just going to have to come everybody back. Everybody will have me back. I'll come back sometime. I to, think. To I think. Answer they'll... that one question yeah. at least. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I don't know. I think that I I truly believe that I manifested you. Mm. Um, yeah. They're all going. How? Yeah. <laughs> how did you Feet do that? Up over the railway, people. <laughs> Come to a railway, put your damn feet up. <laughs> when you're driving over yeah. one, but you gotta make that. You gotta make that wish. You gotta like. You put your. It's kind of a. You gotta focus on the road, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. Check for trains. Yeah. Put your feet up and, and say, just "Make that wish." Say what? Well, I can't tell them. My wish won't come true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your wish came true with me. What say, did you say? Give me one date with Mickey. Just Is that what you said? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Just one date? Yeah. That's really cute. Yeah. That's why I freaking freaked when you told me it was a date and I didn't realize it wasn't. Like, That's a good manifestation story. 
That's really sweet. And now every time it's just health, wealth, happy, you know, whatever. Right. Just make them up as you go, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, just think that it works. I think keep going, keep manifesting, you know. Like I said, don't get too low if you can't, because there's been lots of things that, you know, I feel like I haven't manifested yet that I, w- I would like to, but I just take the things that I have as wins and keep moving. Yeah. Um, and there's always going to be somebody with a little bit more, mm. but there's always somebody with less. And I think you have to get to um, get to a place of content. Like you got to be grateful, like gratitude to what you have now. Like you got to be, you got to take the time to be grateful for what you already have. You know, you can, I don't think maybe you can, but in my mind, you can't always be asking for, mm. you know, more of that next, you know. Yeah. Um, you got to be grateful. You got to take the time to sit with what you have and be thankful for it. Also, don't think you can always be like, you know, just you can't just leave it up to manifestation. Like I can't just be like, oh, I hope my way be gone manifesting the perfect relationship but you don't put like the work in like do the dishes like do you know <laughs> you gotta put the work in too oh that went, might have been the circle back what's that where i was gonna ask you to explain how what makes marriage simple oh we got there that's, that's a, a good one i don't know is it do you think that's the one i we'll do because we'll i remember wanting to hear your answer oh okay what yeah. makes marriage simple well, that's what you said to me. You're like, marriage isn't complicated. No. It's pretty simple. Yeah. So what is it? Um, I, I guess I, like that's hard because I, I feel like I've always been good with people. You're good with people. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's uh, part, you know, part element is part of your human makeup. Like, you know, if you're real good with certain things like socially we were always pretty good so i feel like we're yeah. pretty good at communicating which is a huge one like if you yeah can communicate without making it overly complicated you know making it about the other person or blaming yeah 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 there has to be give and take you have to you have to like yeah respect yeah and communication like i respect you yeah so much mm-hmm. and I want you to do what makes you happy and in turn you want me to do what makes me happy like we make the time for each other to pursue yes. what, what makes us individually happy we also individually happy mm-hmm. unique New York um, <laughs> and then we also you know ha- you have to take the time to um, speaking of which we gotta go on a date um, okay we have to make the time to that's really cute Make the time Book it. for, you know, make the reservation. You do what you, makes you happy, me to do what makes me happy. But we also have to make the time together to yeah, keep the relationship going, going strong, you know? Yeah. I think for me, that secret, well, there was two things, actually. You taught me how to apologize in a relationship. Yeah. Before you, I didn't have any example of that. Mm-hmm. My parents, I never saw them do it. Um and I played a lot of games in my previous relationship, which is why it was so dysfunctional. So it was always like getting out of apologies and being sort of self-righteous. Um, but you were always so genuine and um, 
like you really did mean it when you apologized to me. And so that was really helpful because I was like, it turned it for me. I wasn't like, oh, when you apologize, you're weak. It's like, no, no, it's the opposite. Actually, it's you're very strong. Like it means that you are invested and you um, trust the other person to not use it against you or like throw it back in your face. Right. Because like sometimes when you apologize, that person can use it against you. Right. Um, but I never did against you. And so I was like, why would he do that against me? So it taught me, you know, I would sometimes be nervous to, or whatever, apologize if I did something wrong. This is pretty early on in the relationship, but now I'm like, I find that I'm so quick if I do something out of turn or I do something that is, um, what's the word? like an oversight or a miscommunication or whatever, I find that I'm much quicker to say, oh God, I'm so sorry. You know, like it, now it's just, it's just a part of our, my, my communication. Yeah. Um, so that was one thing, but the one major thing, and I think I said this in our wedding vows, which is I will always know that you have my best intention at heart. And I feel like that for me has been such a key. Right. Like no matter what you do, I know you always have my best intention. So if it if it hurts me inadvertently, it's like I know that you definitely didn't mean to. So I'm not going to hold it against you. And like to be fair, <laughs> it's very rare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, obviously more so I think in the beginning because we were just learning each other's kinks yeah. and working them out. But yeah, it's just I feel like that really helps. And like you said, the respect thing, I think that goes a long way. Yeah. Um, with that intention, with knowing, like, I respect you, but I also know that you'd never deliberately hurt me. So it's like, once that's off the table, then it's like, okay, like we can work around this, you know? And even, you know, say you're doing things that you want to do and I'm doing things I want to do. Like the intention is always to make it better for we, like to make it better for us. Like it's, yeah, I don't do anything without you in mind. I don't do, you know? Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, that's not to say that this can work for everybody and anyone. I just think that I know a lot of people, you know, since we've been together, I've known lots of people that are in relationships that aren't as easy as ours. But I just know, like, it yeah. can be. Like, maybe yeah. that's not the right person. Maybe, you know. Yeah. Um, it can be simple. Yeah. It can be easy. It can be. It's not. It's not easy there's lots of work but the work's fun and the work's mutual mutual something you want to do together something that yeah 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 exactly (laughs) well definitely to do a compatibility reading because i think that'll answer a lot of these questions too like in terms of human design like because there's like dating on your third (laughs) date just see karina (laughs) elizabeth things that have come along the way as well like we learned love languages and that was really helpful for us yeah yeah right like we have more more tools and stuff like working on our own relationship and this kind of work and using the word like how's your love tank yeah right like we use that like it's like how's your love tank right now and it's like "Mm," like i'd say it's at like 20 percent, and you're like okay i gotta book a date night then because that's your love language right right? and yours is like physical touch so it's like okay we need to cuddle we need to watch a movie like there's things that we need to do to fill your love tank and so we've acquired netflix and show yeah (laughs) that's that's podcast appropriate um depending on which podcast you're on that was like seriously we'll just chill like we just yeah (laughs) We've got two kids. Your dad listens to this podcast. 
<laughs> Again, we have two kids. I think he knows what goes on. <laughs> Sorry, dad. Um, <laughs> what was they saying there? Oh, we just have a lot of stuff that we've acquired over the years. I think that we've been both passionate about implementing. And that's the other thing. I think we're both passionate about having a loving, committed relationship. Like since we've been 18, we've been on this page of like, not, not overcomplicating it or not worried about like, oh, is someone else out there or whatever? We were just like, well, this is fun and I like this. Yeah. So we're just going to keep going and see what yeah, happens. Yeah, honestly, like I found that love languages, we got it pretty young. Yeah. Like, so when you're- in a I'll link that in the show Young relationship, too. like, I don't know, that definitely helped to keep things yeah. simple. Like yeah. uh, just knowing what you could do. Um, like we say to fill each other's love tanks kind of thing. Like yeah. That really made it- that helped it, it helped for it sure. A lot. Like, you know, you don't want to yeah. be buying somebody a gift for right. ten years when they don't give a fuck about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so true. Um there's a quick if you don't know what love languages are, there's a quick test you can take. I can link it in the show notes and you can like see what your love language is and see what your partners are and see yeah. if you've been miscommunicating this whole time. Right. Um, cause it's, it can make a huge difference. Like it, for example, my parents are a perfect example. My mom was acts of service and gifts and my dad was words of affirmation, of affirmation and physical touch. Mm. So like they're speaking completely different love languages right. and not knowing. Like your mom would get your dad a gift and yeah. like, okay, like I'd rather work. And your mom's not good with words. So, no, she's know. horrible yeah. with words. So yeah. he's like, I'd rather a really nice written letter right. than a gift. Right. And she's like, what? Yeah. Like, can you just mow the lawn? And he's right. like, what? Like, it's just like not, yeah. they're just not compatible in that yeah, way. But if they had known that sooner, I wonder if it would have changed things. So that was, yeah, but that's just it. I feel like we've accumulated stuff over time. Yep. And I mean, let's credit your mom when credit's due. She would just hand us stuff. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, that's where, you know, I fully credit them. Like, yeah. I, like we talked about earlier, like you had an outlook of marriage that was totally different than mine. Yeah. And it was totally circumstantial to who our parents were and what their relationships were like. Yeah. And funny story, our parents were married on the exact same day <laughs> yeah. of the exact same year. Like October, October 1st, 1st yeah. 1988, yeah. my parents, Mr. and Mrs. Pike, were getting married. On Wolf Island. On Wolf Island, yeah. Ontario. And the exact same day, exact same time. Exact 30 same minutes year, apart. 30 minutes, 30 kilometers away. Yeah. Uh, where Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Pike in, in Gananoque. Yeah. Um, Getting married. Yeah. Like hours more. apart too, I think too. Like it's insane. Yeah. And just, you know, the same day, like we, we were born two months apart. Like we, yeah. we had, you know. We and I lived, was born a we month early. at the exact same time. Yeah. And you walked away with it with this totally different view of marriage than yes. I Yes. Yes. And so, yeah, I give full credit to, to mom and dad. Like, yeah. you know, they... They um, they just were the relationship that I wanted. Wanted, yeah. And uh, you know, and had that visual aid to be able to manifest. Totally. And they they changed it for me too. Yeah. Like I got to know them, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be totally dysfunctional, like you know. And I actually I interviewed your mom and dad. We'll wrap this up soon, folks. But I interviewed your mom and dad as part of my thesis right before we got married. Yeah. Um, as my my documentary. And I asked them about the quote unquote 
big black monster, which was my name for um, whatever comes in and ruins a marriage, right? Because obviously you fall in love and you get married and then something happens and you get divorced. Like, what is the thing that happens? And so I did that doc on, I called it the big black monster. Like, what is it that came in to ruin your marriage? And so my parents both had different perspectives, right? Like mom said, I think mom said money, dad said communication. Um, and then I interviewed Sam and stuff. But your mom and dad were the only ones that said it doesn't exist, they're like, it's you. Mm. And I was like, oh, snap. Like, they're like, it's never external. It's always internal. Right. It's all about you and your perception and what's going on in your life and how much do you love yourself and like all this stuff. And I was just like, my mind is blown. Right. Like, you know, but they had done the work and it showed like in their marriage, like they had done the personal work, right. right. Of like looking at themselves and healing parts of themselves and whatever, and then using that in their marriage. Yeah. So that's a huge part of it. It is a huge part of it. You gotta be self-reflexive, I guess. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> but you're not doing a whole no. bunch of self-development stuff right now. No, I mean, no, I'm the queen of that. Something the affects, you know, affects you or affects me. Yeah. Like you gotta think like, why is it affecting me like this? Like why yeah. am I feeling like, same next car thing. Like why, right. Why is that bugging me like this? Like what's going on with me? Yeah. You know, really shouldn't bug me what other people do. Like it really. Right. Um, but in a marriage and a partnership, it's like, um, like you're right. Like, it, I don't know who said it, but communication, like you do yeah. have to yeah, say like, this is making me feel this way. I don't know why. Like, yeah. You know, put it out on the table and talk about it. And chances are, you know, I guess maybe chances aren't like it's 50, 50, I guess with marriages, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, I think communication, keeping it open on the table. Yeah. And like mom and dad said, you know, it's, it's internal. A lot of it, like, yeah. Um, yeah. Makes total sense to me. It's good. Yep. I hope that was helpful for people. I don't know. I yeah, just love you so me. much. <laughs> I have zero downloads. Like nobody's listening to this. They tuned out after fifteen. Whatever, it's just for you and me. Then it's fine. <laughs> we just have this to document yeah. for us later. I hope at least these ten people listen. Whoever, I mean, my dad. My dad's a sure thing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Michelle. Thanks story. for hanging I don't in know. there. Um, oh, Paula. Paula's a sure thing too. There's a couple for Thank sure. You, Paula. Here. Yeah. I gotta meet Paula. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Yeah. She's great. Um, well, that was really fun. Yeah. Did you have fun? I did have fun. You're not. You, are you less nervous now? Uh, uh, yeah, I am. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Will you come back? Uh, sure. If we find out that that, that they wasn't want the you question, to. <laughs> I'll come back. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe this will be the first episode that you yeah. listen to, so if you can like listen for that question. Everybody hung out and wants to hear more. Like, yeah. I don't know how much more I have to give, but. Well, if we've got a whole new round of questions, then yeah, you just have to sit and answer, and that's easy. Sounds good. Okay. Hugo's outside. We better let her in. Um, well, thank you so much, listener. If you listen this far, it's an hour and a half. So it's pretty impressive. Wow. I know. I mean, they'll probably listen to it in chunks. Who's kidding him? Yeah, yeah. This would take maybe multiple commutes to work. Yeah. <laughs> As you're mowing the lawn. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that was really fun. Um, so yeah, let us know if you want us to have another conversation like this and you have more questions for Mason. You can either email them at hello or sorry hello at our manifestation journey.com uh or you can send us a dm on instagram um and just let us know even if you just liked it and you want us to do another one 
we'll do another one and then I'll put out another questionnaire for people to see or to put in their questions for Mason. Um, I had a really great time. I had a good time too. I thought that was really fun. Yeah. I think it would be fun actually to do a four-way one with like Sam and Nick yeah, and you and me. I think yeah. we should open a bottle of wine and chat. Right. Like, I think it would be really, <laughs> that would be an interesting episode. Um, but keep thank you. Just friends. Just bring on yeah. <laughs> a couple friends of ours. Yeah. And just have a little, a little chat. Yeah. Um, thank you. Oh, my pleasure. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no and, you, problem. and you're really cute. I wish people can see how cute you are. I'm definitely got a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll uh, leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you, everyone, so much for your time. You gave us a lot of it today, so thank you. Uh, and as always, we wish you a life filled with joy and abundance. Yes, we do. And we'll catch you next time. You want to go watch an episode of Grey's Anatomy? Absolutely. Let's do it. Bye. Never ask. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with us. If you enjoyed what you heard, this is the point in the podcast where we would probably ask you to share it with a friend, share it on Instagram, or write a review. We would also probably ask you to check us out on Instagram at Our Manifestation Journey or our website at OurManifestationJourney.com, but we wouldn't do that. No, we wouldn't do that. No, we're not like that. So, you know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. What we would love to hear is how your manifestation journey is going. Send us a DM, email, or screenshot an episode and share it if it resonated with you. And remember to tag us. We love hearing about your amazing manifestations. The music for this podcast is provided by the very talented and generous Bonus Points. And our sound engineering is crafted by the incredible William Mitchell. As always, we wish you a life full of joy and abundance. And we will see you next time on our manifestation journey.